Welcome to Face and Fashion, the talk show that gives you the skinny on your look from head to toe. Now, here's your host of Face and Fashion, Cindy Francis. You want me to say your last name or just doll? Same both, why not? Same both, okay. I'm gonna be just like, just to introduce me. Okay. Please <laughs> abbreviate it. The shorter, the sweeter. Okay. Like now? Okay. Well, I didn't hear the music. Okay. Okay, so welcome to TalkZone.com. This is Face and Fashion um, <laughs> with Cindy Francis. I'm Cindy Francis, and I'm here with my co-host, Doll. How are you, Doll? I'm well. How are you today, Cindy? <laughs> I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. Alve actually couldn't make it today, but she does have an interview that she did with Shelly Brown, and... We're going to actually pay that. Um, play that. <laughs> We're going to play that. <laughs> yes, one of those days. <laughs> but in any event, um, how you doing, doll? How was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. I got to go see my mom in New Jersey. Got to visit my whole family. Got to see all my <laughs> brothers and sisters. So I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, nice. What about you? Um, kind of stayed home. Was supposed to go away, but I didn't. I stayed home. Um, went to family for Thanksgiving, which was great. And then, um, basically didn't do much. Um, kind of just thought about trying to finish my book. That was about it. Oh, book coming out. Yeah, actually, it's actually on its, the um, information's written down. It's all ingredients. All the ingredients is already written down and everything. It's just now I'm just, I don't, I'm trying to decide should I, um, because it's a, it's a, uh, let me just explain the book Mm -hmm. first. (laughs) It's a book for um, seasonal, it's like seasonal masks. So basically, um, the title of the book is basically, why should you buy it when you can make it? So I have ingredients in different, like you can make with different food groups Mm -hmm. and essential oils and stuff like that, that you can add in just to hydrate your face for the winter, summer, different for the seasons, the four seasons. So now with the book, I just basically like... I don't know, should the pictures be sketched up? Because, you know, I've seen a lot of, because you don't want a pretty, I, I, not that I don't want a pretty, it's not a cookbook mm-hmm. that, you know, you'll be like, oh, voila, right after. But the ingredients after, people would like to see the result. But, or I don't know, should I just take pictures of the actual ingredients? Because yeah, some people. Of the ingredients. Pictures of the ingredients, okay. People, people have more of a picture memory, so if they at least see it and they're like, oh, say, for instance, let's just say honey mustard. If you're like, honey mustard, they look at it and be like, oh, okay, honey mustard, not the bright, bright yellow mustard. Just this shade of honey mustard, this, okay, okay, I understand. I get it, I got it. Now, that's a good point. Now, my, 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 um, like, my problem with that is that I will be advertising for other companies. 
That's true. If I do something like that, mm-hmm. so what do you think? Like, take a piece of paper and kind of like decorate over where I would say Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and totally then understand. just write like mayo and on stuff. It. Yeah, uh, something like oh mayo and oh, which is a smart idea. Yeah, great. That way, you know, you have the product, <clears throat> just not the name on the product. Not the name <laughs> on the product. <laughs> No, which is good because I was actually thinking, like, should I just take pictures or take pictures of, like, the results or oh. forget all that and make it so unique and just sketch it or, you know, get a, someone to draw the pictures or – and then I'm thinking about the book cover. How should the book cover – Cause so that's what's actually slowing me down with the process mm-hmm. right now. Um, I've been working on this book for, like, two years, and the ingredients is not the problem. Because I wrote that in like three months. Mm-hmm. The whole problem is the pictures, the whole look the of packaging. it. The whole, <laughs> oh man, you know you want a pretty package if you're going to buy something. Yeah. You're like, uh, even though this was garbage, but it sure looked good. Yeah. Like, oh man, that picture looked good. Like, should I put a picture of food in the front? Because that's what I, I basically have. Things you can make with yogurt, brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Like there's like four main ingredients that I, I flip and made it into like a, several ingredients because ingredients is anything you add in that, yeah. you know, it'll switch up that you can make thousands of ingredients. That's not even the issue. It's just that picture, that look. I feel like I understand. I don't know. I feel like I love the illustrated idea, but you also kind of want to package it to make somebody look at the book and catch it and be like, wow. Somebody on the front of this looks so relaxed with their mask on. I want to know how to make a mask like that. Okay. But then you also want to incorporate the fact that you can use different foods for it, too. I don't know. I know, right? First, I was like, should my picture be in a cover of it with a whole bunch of fruits? Mm-hmm. Like, or should I be so, or should I be in front of the, um, <laughs> should I be in front of the fridge, opening up the fridge, acting like I'm actually, Posted up in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and should that pitch should you know it's stuff like that. Like, will you buy a book? Like, oh, because if the title of the book is "Why Buy It When You Can Make It," you know, you just want that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I um, like the open fridge idea. But you should. The way I kind of just pictured it is that you have the fridge open and you're kind of like looking at the camera with a food mask on that you made. Okay. And then you're like holding it like, yeah, I buy when you can make it and have like a bunch of. Oh, you totally went commercial on me. (laughs) She's like, hey, okay. (laughs) I'm like, no, that sounds like a good idea too. Because I'm taking. Yeah, don't don't put a copyright on that after you just told me that idea. Be like, you see that book? And then you have me on the air and then you're telling me my front book cover and I got to put a copyright like. Her doll, like, oh man. But um, sorry guys, enough about my book. Um, let me just let you know what's gonna happen today. After we come back from break, we're not going on break yet. But when we do come back from break, I actually had a conversation with a dental hygienist. He's awesome, and he was actually like trying to explain how the skin and the teeth relates. He was actually giving me some more info on Botox. He didn't know too much about fillers, but he kind of did. He just didn't want to sell himself too short. He's kind of like a brainiac like that. But he actually, I just, I'll play that interview when we do come back. But in the meantime, I just want to let you guys know, Doll is a makeup artist slash musician. (laughs) And I'm just going to get some more info on her. 
<laughs> so, how long have you been doing makeup? Um, professionally, I would say over the past two years, um, but my liking for it started in my teen years. Um, I went to the makeup designery down in Soho. That's where I got the basis, you know, of where to start. How long is that class like? Oh, okay. So the intensive is like six months, but if you want to take it piece by piece, more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah, they just started their part-time program. I was one of their first like little guinea pigs, but okay. it's, it's pretty good. I took their natural beauty and their airbrush course, and for both classes, you do get your own full-on kit, so that helps to cut down the cost because oh, wow. it's not cheap. Wow. <laughs> An airbrush motor is not cheap. So, no, no. But it's all, it's all good. So yeah, I've been working in various makeup retailers since, and you know, I've been able to freelance on on the side and it's just my favorite steady creative thing about yourself and you just do that on the side um as a makeup artist did you ever think of doing dramatic yes I actually love dramatic and stage makeup and theatrical more than anything else natural beauty is cool like I'm glad that I took a class on it. That way I don't have to try to teach myself how to go from the top and then just kind of water it down, mm-hmm. you know, so I can do stuff from bridal to, like, full-on, hey, I'm about to go be in Le Miserable and then Cirque du Soleil the next day. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> that's, like, that's the one thing I do like about you because mm-hmm. I eventually I'll probably have a lot of makeup artists mm-hmm. on this show, but to do like more dramatic, they don't do that. They more like Picasso and try to brighten up your face and, you know, but since what I like about you, honestly, is the duel. No, you have the duel. You have the music. And you have the drum. Are you, are you like in a rock band or? No, I would love to be in a band, um, but I feel like those things come in due time. You can't just kind of push, push yourself it. to search. Yeah, things come to you. So okay. I'm just taking it easy and just working on my craft one step at a time. Oh, okay. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. Because for you to do the, have you done dramatic pieces? I like, have um, done more dramatic things, but usually like for Halloween. Um, or anything like, cause I model occasionally too. Like that's just one of my other things. Yeah, other things. Yeah. What else don't you do? It's Any fashion three, shows or anything? M, so. Cause this is, cause this is race and fashion. Anything with fashion <laughs> besides, um, makeup or um, you I model mean, a little bit and, model. well, you do have the physique <laughs> for the modeling. Like really like, okay. I used, to, I used to dance too. Like oh, I used to, to dance. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, hold on. I think I have a mini, like, I think I have a Beyonce here. <laughs> and what instruments do you play? Um, I started off, my very, very first you instrument was. Notice, guys, she didn't even hesitate <laughs> on that. And that was like the major trick question because I'm saying she does it all. And she just was like, well, I play. I started. <laughs> wow, you are so interesting. Okay, what? instruments do you play um okay so i started off on violin i couldn't really tell you anything about the violin today wow um, i what age with the violin i had to have been oh goodness i was in fifth grade so i was like 10 whoa yeah okay. like nine or ten and okay. then the instrument i spent the most time on though is the clarinet i played that for a good six seven years excuse me <laughs> I don't have a hat because you know today's Tuesday hair day. <laughs> you know, if I did have the hat, I will definitely would I would definitely take it down for you. Like I would take it off to you, really. Yeah. Oh man, does does that interfere with your hands at all playing all these instruments? You know what? Most of those instruments I actually have given up just because 
Not for any particular reason. I just wanted to see my visual art excel a bit more. So mm-hmm. I did put music down for a couple of years, but now I'm picking it back up in other ways. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of venturing more towards things I've always wanted to do, but being raised on classical type of performance music, you don't can't really go up on the stage and sing. Or wow. Do you have any family guitar. members that were... Like musicians or anything? Yes, everybody in my family played music. My dad used to play a trumpet. My mom played the saxophone. What? My played the flute. My grandma, she played the flute, but she was actually also a majorette. So she was the baton twirler. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) DNA replication. Like, really? (laughs) Oh my god. Like, seriously? Whoa. Um, (laughs) we're gonna definitely continue this. Um, let me just stick with grandma, what she was doing. So I'm going to just stay with that. Um, we actually have to go on a break. When we come back, you're actually going to hear the interview I had with Jonathan Chauncey. If I'm saying his name right, I'm just used to calling him the hygienist. Um, when we get back, you'll hear more info on that, um, interview I'm excited about. <laughs> Yay. You're listening to Face and Fashion on Talk Zone. Now, back to your host, Cindy Francis. Welcome to Face and Fashion here on TalkZone.com. I'm actually here with Jonathan, my friend. He said, hi, Jenis. Hi, Jonathan. How hey, are you? Cindy. How are you doing today? Awesome. So um, I had the chance to follow you earlier, and you were with some patients, and um, I just want you to let the listeners know exactly how the face coincide with the teeth. Okay. Well, I guess the most dramatic way you could tell is you can look at anybody who wears dentures, and you can see how a person looks without their teeth. Uh, the skin looks saggy. It doesn't look good, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But when a person has dentures in or a person who doesn't have any teeth, they immediately rejuvenate their look. Their face looks fuller, healthier, more beautiful. And that, it's an extreme comparison because I'm sure many of your listeners have a full set of teeth, but... <laughs> Um, for them to understand that the dramatic effect that our teeth have on our looks on, and our aesthetics as a human beings, we need to have our teeth. We need to have them in good health, good appearance, so that our faces look better, brighter, so on and so forth. <laughs> um, awesome. And um, as a hygienist, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been Actually, I graduated in 2009, so about five years. Uh, I've been in private practice working with many patients. Uh, uh, commonly with aesthetic dentists, uh, whiteners, you know, different things, what have you, people who really care about their appearance. Because I know the dental convention was at Javits Center this week. And... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to bring it up. Yeah, actually, I just came from there earlier today. It, it was excellent. We had a whole lecture. It actually wasn't about aesthetic dentistry. It was more about implant dentistry. Uh, but either way, they have plenty of things there uh, for anybody interested uh, with whiteners or anything. And aesthetics. stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you guys also do Botox, certain dentists. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. one of my newest uh, facilities that I started working at, they actually have a nurse on staff who gives uh, Botox injections. It's it's like a time, or rather, America's in a place where they're transitioning from the idea that dentists or that healthcare f- um, professionals are just interested in simply one part of, you know, the person. No, we actually look at beauty as far as the entire person, what we can do for them. And Botox is no exceptions. How about fillers? 
Uh, what do you mean? Can you be more specific? Fillers. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Botox is the same thing as the shots. And mm-hmm. then you have the fillers that will fill in for, like, the lines and stuff like that. And I've actually seen, like, commercials mm-hmm. that the dentist actually, even when I was going through the um, dental book, mm-hmm. they had fillers and they were really going beyond and above <laughs> with dentistry. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're trying to take aesthetics, like, so far with the skin, like trying to make it look really like puff up and mm-hmm. like trying to substitute collagen. But mm-hmm. and with my field, I'm always based on, oh, we need the collagen face goes up. <laughs> but with dentistry, face goes up, but teeth matters. So what do you think about how do you feel about um, you know how they always say you have to take out your um, your your wisdom tooth? Yes, teeth? your wisdom tooth. Yes. Teeth. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. There's four of them. It's all right. <laughs> and so I noticed that people, even when they take that out, you still see the indentation in their cheek. Mm, okay. Sometimes it can, it can happen. It, it really depends on the patient. Every individual is unique. I'm sure you know that in your field completely. So the way the teeth are coming out, it can leave an indentation, usually following the removal of the wisdom teeth. I think the indentation goes away given time. Um, but it depends on how quickly the patient responds to that. If they simply uh, leave the teeth sitting in there for too long, it can affect the anatomy of their mouth. Uh, some of a person has um, TMJ problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you uh, put your fingers near your ears, and when you open very widely, if there's a clicking noise or something like that, that also can affect uh, the overall aesthetic of the face, something that I'm sure you would uh, want uh, to help of course, <laughs> with of your course. expertise. No, no, definitely, because... Um, being a close friend as the, with the show, and mm-hmm. I always stress, like, guys, Jonathan and I always fight because he's a hygienist. <laughs> he's a hygienist, and he believes in the teeth. I do. And I, do. I believe in the skin. She does. She does. <laughs> so when I'm like, listen, Jonathan, you need to do this with the skin, and he's like, no, 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 Cindy, you need to do this with the teeth, and then the skin will look a lot better. So I was like, you know what? How about I just interview you and let these people know that? Teeth matters mm-hmm. with skin. Mm-hmm. Now, while I was following you during your rounds, mm-hmm. I saw that you did spot. Uh, um, you had you had a patient with a cancer. Oral cancer. Yes, yeah, yes. Or cancer lesion. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate to find, but I am I am happy in a small way to find it because we did early uh, detected early enough to send it out for processing biopsy, which is the next step. Yeah, you actually showed it to me. It looked like it was calculus in it. Yeah, like a world, like a whole. It's like a little like. It, like part of, you know, you ever seen like Mercury or something like <laughs> like Mars? Yeah. And then you see like it looked like, it looked like almost like a mountain within the yeah with it was calculus in, in it. it. Yeah, it, it, it's not fun. And you know what the scary part is? Calculus is simply uh, think of it as uh, like a cave full of bacteria. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you have that that hard surface where it doesn't belong. Millions of bacteria we don't see is simply existing in that mouth. And that's another reason why um, I think Cindy was all adamant about convincing me to try to. Uh, stop by the show today is because the body, most importantly, the heart is connected to the mouth. The bacteria uh, that is found in patients who aren't really brushing their teeth, aren't going in for dental cleans when they should be, uh, they actually find some of those bad bacteria in the heart, the plaque. It can go down to that. The whole body is connected in that way. So if a patient isn't taking care of their teeth, uh, isn't concerned with their oral health as, as much as they are with their general health, their general health is going to start to slow down or fail. Uh, because I, I, it's so connected, I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry. I think there was um, a patient's 
family member that was actually talking to you about how she thought the um, mother's denture, mm-hmm. um, she, th- that's what had her oh, yeah, up okay. in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, th- so this is what happened. When the patient, um, I believe her mother went out to the hospital stay there for an extended period of time. When she was released, her dentures uh, started to not fit simply because the, her face had changed. Uh, so this is another reason diet is very important, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for patients who have or want to get work done uh, with their teeth, uh, aesthetic work done, mm-hmm. the diet affects how full the face is, or rather how it holds up a lot of the dental work done. Uh, so if a patient loses an extreme amount of weight, or if they have something like osteoporosis, uh, if they're not taking in the proper amounts of calcium, iron, they can start losing the bone that holds their face up, their facial structure. You know, because our skin is so um, good at hiding where our bone lies and where mm-hmm. our bone is really hiding up, we kind of lose uh, the importance of the value of bone sometimes. But it is, it's bone it's is what we need to keep the skin up. Bone is beauty. We don't <laughs> see it, but it's, it's beauty. You know, the skeleton is a work of art. Um, although, of course, the skin is the dress, but, you know, we have to take care of the bone as well. Okay, because usually what happens in the inside shows in your skin. Uh, yeah, definitely, it definitely. So if you, that's when you get the swollen face mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. Um, how about is there like now, for example, this guy with it's? I noticed that it was on his the top of his roof, mm-hmm. his um, the roof of his the mouth. Roof of his mouth. His exactly. roof is mouth. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like the roof of the th- <laughs> the roof. Jonathan gets me nervous, guys. He's sitting here I'm in a suit and tie. Just took his lab coat off. He's sitting <laughs> in his desk. He totally just got me twisted. <laughs> so I'm like, <clears throat> but he's taking guys. Forget it. Um. So um. Oh, hi, Natalie. By the way. <laughs> hi, hi, baby. <laughs> oh, I was gonna slip that in there. Okay. So um. Now, suppose you do a biopsy, mm-hmm. okay, and like the inner cheek. Yes, yes. Now, Sometimes they take a swab. They just need a little bit of the saliva usually. Okay, but how about when you have when they have to take that cancer out? Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be surgical. Um, they also have to detect how how much uh, how spread it's become, uh, mm-hmm. what other organs it may have affected if it affects the sinus, especially. When you have a cancer in the mouth, uh, you know, your head isn't that big. There's not too many places it can go. But we all are aware that our, in our head, our organs are super sensitive. Our, our main senses are all there, vision, hearing, uh, sight. All these things can be infected by oral cancer if it's not checked. Um, and that's why, of course, I'm encouraging all your listeners to, you know, go have their oral, oral cancer screening. You know, demand their doctor do it if he does not offer it. Uh, they have the right to request it. Please. Yeah, because that was serious what I saw. Yeah. I'm like, oh, exactly. oh my God. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because that definitely goes with skin. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when they do, like, if they do remove that, can yes. they take another piece of the tissue out the body and replace it in your face? I can't get like too into exactly what the um, the solutions are, uh, okay. besides, of course, removing uh, the cancerous cell, because they need to stop it from spreading as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But as far as what kind of surgery uh, to restore what was taken out, I can't even really get into the specifics of that. I'm sure okay. every patient will have its unique circumstances. Probably as far as what different they can do. treatment plan. Yeah. Definitely, wow. Definitely. Oh, my God. But Cindy, when are you going to have me in for a visit? You keep telling me that you're going to drag me to your office. <laughs> I, I, I really want my special appointment. Because mm-hmm. you're actually very, very busy. You're a busy man. Okay. All right. You got me there. I can't you're, lie. You're a busy lie. man because I've been trying to treat you for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. Because I definitely wanted to groom him. Mm-hmm. But instead, he did tell me to groom Natalie instead. 
in Cindy's defense, in Cindy's defense, she's supplied me with a take-home kit, which is awesome. Thank I've seen you. improvements within about, I say, eight days. I started noticing the improvements, especially around my neckline. I like it, Cindy. Keep on supplying me. It's your barber. Cause <laughs> you're like, because <laughs> I have to groom you, and he has to, like, cut you the right way. Because once he cuts you up, I'm like, ah! It's I like hygiene and skin, hand in hand. No, no. I, I, I dentistry and, and skin. And grooming. That's why, <laughs> and grooming. No, I totally, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Because this is why I was like, I had to interview you. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, the two go... <laughs> they coincide together, but it was great talking to you, oh, and I was so glad um, you had time for me. Instead of those Jordans, okay? <laughs> squeeze those Jordans in. Sorry, I'm a boy. What can I do? <laughs> those Jordans, you get squeezed in. But um, it was actually great talking to you, mm -hmm. and I'm so happy mm. that we met up. But we'll definitely have you on the show again. I'm looking forward to this, Cindy. You Bye, take Jonathan. care. Bye, listeners. Thank you for listening. <laughs>
write uh, a little kids play for her. You know, I'm always down and help and helping everybody because you know, one hand washes the other, and I expect her to hook me up with a couple of a uh, couple of her dinners. So, uh, but anyway, um, uh, um, she, yeah, she asked me to write a play, my so I was like, dinner. yeah, mm, my mama. I love your mama now too. So, um, so, you know, she asked me to write it. So, you know, I did my little thing and she didn't expect me to really write it. Uh, no, maybe I a couple didn't. of lines. She was, what did you expect out of me? Tell me what you expect. Cause you know how people is nowadays. You ask them to do something, especially into the whole entertainment business. They like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when I got that text, I was like, Oh wow. She really wrote the play. And I was really pleased and blessed that she did that. And um, I'm happy to finally work with her instead of, going to see her perform. Now she got a chance to see us perform. How we do it at home. This is you know, this is the real acting. We don't need no no script. We actually act like this at home. So which is good. Okay. All right. And uh, I the play was completed and Less than a week, less than three days, less than what, Shelly? How long did it take me to write? Only a couple of, it only took me just a little bit of time to write it. And she was shocked out of her wazoo, like Cindy Francis wow. says, wazoo, wazoo. And so, um, you know, we finally got together. You know, we went over the script. She loved it, of course. Yes, I And did. Uh, she wanted me to put like a kind of a um, Caribbean, like kind of little um, um, taste on it. So uh, we did that. And uh, let's see, because we're actually here at... At uh, Shelly's house, and we're here to do a little, um, a little rehearsal for the show. And we have a couple of the of the um, of the actors here. One of which is her um, her nephew and nieces. Oh, cousins! Excuse me, cousins. cousins. And this this is a young man who's playing actually Chris Mark. And what's your name? Brian. Brian. And what role are you playing, Brian? Chris Mark. Chris Mark. How do you like that role? Fine. Oh, see, yeah, see, he just, now he doesn't even act like that. I guess he's uh, afraid of the mic. So we, next we have, uh, we have, uh, Shelly. And Shelly, what's your real name, Shelly? Maureen. Maureen what? Ferdinand. And what's the role you're playing? Shelly. Shelly, do you like the role, Shelly? Yes, I do. Are you really gonna embody that role? Yes. Alright, so we're gonna see. And then we have Miss Madison. And Madison, what is your government name? Janiah McLennan. Oh, come a little closer to the mic, Janiah. Come a little. Janiah McLennan. And who are you playing, really? Madison. Okay, we have Madison in the house, and uh, we got them to do a little uh, improv, and they they shocked me. Yes, they did. I didn't think they were the true, the true, 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 true. Caribbean family. All right, you heard it. Oh, she, did she, she just cut me off, Chris Mark. Uh, what is really going on with this day? You better talk to her. Uh, Chris Mark doesn't want to talk. What you got to say, Chris Mark? I cut your grandmother off. What do you say? What do you get when you cut your grandmother off? So? What does Lord have mercy? He just very disrespectful. Okay. He gone so and he what? did it again. I'm going to get my belt. Get it. <laughs> and they were silenced. I can't believe they were afraid of the mic. And I know that's not Shelly B. That's afraid of the mic. What you have for us, Shelly B? You know, Shelly B is never afraid of the mic. I'm so blessed. I'm so happy that Albie Production is really doing this for us. And I have my family who is partaking in this event and this play, so which is really good. We are actually actors and actresses, but we really have, we've been had that. So this is really good that we are able to show it. We, we grew up with it. This is actually how our family acts in real, real life. Shelly, tell us where uh, where this uh, event is going to take place. 
This event is going to take place on Saturday, December 13th from 2 to 8 p.m. It's going to take place at a venue called Habit at My Place at 1150 Northern Avenue, corner of Rutland Road in Brooklyn, New York. And what's the name of the play? The name of the place is Chris Mark Christmas. All right, then. So you heard it from Shelly B. I guess she told you a thing or two. But now it's time for me to sign off. This is Alve, Miss Alve, Miss Alve. Ooh, and Shelly just has something else to say. So we're going to sign off and everybody say, bye, face and fashion. Bye, face and fashion. And we're going to say, thank you, TalkZone.com. Thank you, TalkZone.com. All right, it's me. It's Alve. I'm signing off, and I'm going to hand it over to Miss Cindy Francis. Here you go, Miss Cindy Francis. Oh, Oh, wow. Here we go. (laughs) Wow, Shelly B. So Shelly B and her whole crew, um, apparently she is not an event planner. Thanks for the FYI, Alve. Clarification would have helped me out. So she's basically having her little, uh, I guess it's a play that you wrote for her, which is awesome. We would definitely, so you, um, she already gave the info. So guys, you could just, you know, go back and find out about all the details on that. I think it was on Nostrand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, over on Nostrand, um, so Nostrand, right? Right, no, Nostrand, West Indian City. Come on, you guys will find that. You find that right in BK. You'll find it. And as I see this, a lot of acting all over that, all over that interview. So I guess it's definitely going to be amazing. And I said Shelly Brown, but we'll go back to Shelly B. <laughs> Dave was right. Shelly B. <laughs> um, so if you had with, um, Jonathan, that, so what do you think about that? Because you were discussing that a lot. You were like, wow, I'm going to have to go to the dentist. Yeah, I was pretty shocked that all these things, especially the whole part about um, plaque buildup can go down to your heart. That is, yeah. that's pretty insane there. So, hey, yeah. even more of a reason, everyone stay on top of your health. You never know. Yeah, it's all connected, the whole face. Like, yeah. this, like, like Jonathan said, the dress. The dress is the skin, Mm -hmm. but like he's really into like his whole big thing is a cleaning. Like I've seen him. I'm like, why can't you just do like a profi or quickie on that patient and let's go already. (laughs) And he's like, no way. I am thorough. He'll walk around with the tip and I guess in um, one office that he works in, he has the super zoom. I I forgot what it was. Some machine that like a miracle cleaner or something like that. So I'm like, uh, so he really gets deep into it. So I already know his, just like I get into skin, but I had to have that interview with him because I wanted to educate the public. And my whole big thing of even having my radio show was to educate the public, let them know, but not make it too boring. Thank you, Alve, for entertainment, that entertainment for sure. That was definitely a brief entertainment. Appreciate that. And Shelly B, can't wait to see you live on my show one day. That Appreciate that also and your whole family. Um but um Jonathan, thank you. Appreciate that short notice interview. I'm definitely gonna have you on. And I'm glad that little kit I actually made for you worked. Um we're gonna actually go on a break. When we come back, we are going to discuss doll. Cause we stopped when her grandmother was playing the what? 
She was a um, majorette in a band, so she did the baton twirling. She did the baton twirling, and the whole family had to do the musician thing. Now, let's see if her DNA, if she, when she has children, if they're going to have to play an uh, instrument or something. So when we come back from um, break, we'll definitely discuss more about that and tell you what she's hosting in different music events and stuff like that. Bye, guys. <laughs> Let's get back to Cindy Francis for more face and fashion on Talk Zone. Yes, she definitely is. And she's because she's definitely in production, Shelly B. She's definitely in production. And I, Alve is definitely doing, she wrote, she definitely mm-hmm. wrote that up for her. She wrote the screenplay, so I I definitely know it's probably it's definitely amazing, especially if it's like a Christmas. Um, she said it was like a Christmas thing. I'm just happy that it involves kids, because that way it's, it's a way to guide the youth. Because I feel like a good part of the younger generation is getting more and more lost. So <laughs> no, 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 which is good, especially that. Are probably like the lady Shelley B said, the whole family is in acting. Oh yeah. Yeah, so. It's definitely going to enhance, like, it, it'll definitely enhance them because mm-hmm. they're going to, they, especially if they're young, getting into acting. Exactly. So that means that they may just like it to the point like, oh, I did a play. And you know, plays are more difficult than actually screen acting. Yeah. Screen acting, they can be like, cut. But when you're doing a play, yeah, that's like legit. <laughs> that's everything at once, and there's no one in your ear. That's why I always think the true blue actors or the actresses are the ones that could do a play. Yeah. If you could do a play, I believe in you. I believe as you as an actress or whatever. Once you're not doing a play or you never did a play, mm-hmm. I don't consider you real because at any time they'd be like, "Cut! Let's take that. Let's take the twenty third um take again, you know, <laughs> and be like, let's do that over again." The twenty third time, and you know, so um, th- that's a good thing, Shelly B and um, Alve, what they're doing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what definitely. Oh, guys, <laughs> let's get back to <laughs> doll. Let's get back to your. <laughs> I know. I'm just like I'm just like happy that that went down. Like, and she said it was in December. Alve probably will let us know again yeah. on Tuesday how that went down. Yeah. But yo, that was that's awesome. But um, sorry. It's okay. Back to you, doll. It's totally fine. Did we do like a proper interview with you? Because we do have like 15 minutes left, and we could do a proper, proper interview. <laughs> I'm appreciative of all the time I've had here so far. So thank oh, you again. Oh man, for no, really thank, thank you. Are you kidding? So I know you just hosted. Uh, I just hosted um a female songwriters showcase. Okay. Um, over in Brooklyn, off of Vanderbilt. It's an event that happens every last Tuesday of the month. It's called the Songbird Series. And I think I've seen it posted up around here. We're at the Funkadelic Studio, and Doll's usually here every Tuesday. So I kind of got the opportunity to be like, Doll, you know you're going on air with me. <laughs> um, and Dawn, the, she's the owner of Funkadelic yes. Studio. Dawn, the owner of Funkadelic Studio, which she's awesome, guys. You ever need studio space or anything, please just look up Funkadelic Funk. Funk, Funk. <laughs> Excuse the French. 
Funkadelic Studios. <laughs> it smells good in here too. Don't go with the name. Apple cinnamon. <laughs> Keep you a little woozy, but um, definitely um, look up um Funkadelic Studios and definitely book your studio sessions here and everything else because we're here every Tuesday. But um, sorry, back to you, Dawn. Um, so you usually host that every yeah, I've, once um, a month. Yeah, I've done um. Well, now I'm working there. I hope to one day also perform there, but also help host more events, especially catering to womanhood and sisterhood. Of course. I feel like that's one thing that's missing. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like if all of us girls were able to come together, women of different colors, even women that identify as women and, you know, we're not. Born first as women. Anybody that identifies as a woman. Transgender. Together. Yes, because. Mm -hmm. We need to look out for ourselves. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I totally, I totally agree. And um, numbers is is numbers, uh, count. numbers count. And people don't realize numbers. The more like, the, believe me, the majority wins. Exactly. <laughs> the we majority the world, wins. So. Numbers <laughs> definitely count. Um, sorry. Back to. Do you sing? Yes, I do. I okay, do I um, don't. So, you know, <laughs> it's like pure envy sitting right here in front of you. Like, you sing, you play every instrument possible. You just, <laughs> like, out there, like, whoa. And I'm thinking, I'm 21, where have I been? But, <laughs> yeah, guys, 21 and a half. Let's not discuss that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm always 21 every year for you guys. But, um... <laughs> In 21, forever 21. But, um, yeah, wow. How old are you? 23. 23. I was about to say 21 because I'm used to saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're 23? Yeah. Wow. You did a lot since you're 20. Since, I mean, for a 23-year-old. You play a lot of instruments. I have. I've done a lot of random things. So a lot of random. Life, yeah. So you lived your life, basically. I'm living. I you're living? Oh, yeah. Oh, you By know. By the time I'm like... 89 or something. Wow. She's dropping high numbers. She's dropping numbers I will never hit. 21 for life. So, (laughs) 89. What's that? Even when I'm I'm 100 plus. Yes. 100 plus, I'm trying to proclaim my my great, 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 great grandchildren be like, oh my God, great, great, great grandma looks so good. But anyway... (laughs) It's, I'm gonna be like, that's why you, all you guys are estheticians now line up. <laughs> so is that what happened with the family? They just had for everyone, everyone yeah. had to pick up an instrument? Yeah, and I think music has just been a big thing with my family because even my great grandma, she's, you know, blessed to still be on this earth. And I was talking to her and she actually told me she used to love go- to go out and swing dance. Wow. She was a really good swing dancer. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Like, you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I'm the oldest of like seven. What? Really? Yeah. They are so traditional. Talk about numbers, really. There's two sets of twins. Oh, two sets. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Two sets? Mm -hmm. That's my problem. (laughs) I I, I don't, because my first, my first, my my first pregnancy, I had twins. So my mom always tells me, wouldn't it be funny if you had another set? Had I'm another. like, wouldn't it be funny if um I think not? What do you mean? Like, so were these twins back to back? Yeah, they're about four years apart. Really? So when your mom got pregnant this uh, again, it was twins again. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Talk about DNA. What? Really? Yeah. 
Two girls and two boys, or two girls, and then the second set is a boy and a girl. Oh, it's fraternal, yeah. but still they're both fraternal twins. Oh, they're all fraternal. Yeah, they're all fraternal. What? Yeah. She's like me. <laughs> <laughs> what? They basically said in the hospital it was like being pregnant twice. There was like, it's being pregnant twice because it's two different sacks, two placentas, blah, blah, blah. It's being pregnant twice. I'm like, oh, so I was a rabbit. Basically, I was just walking around it like a rabbit. That's how I got pregnant twice. But anyway, <laughs> in any event, um, enough about me. It was all about you. And we were supposed to definitely discuss makeup. Mm-hmm. Did you take the, did you have to take a license for that? Um, makeup street the or? courses that I took helped to give me a certification, which okay. is essentially a makeup license. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you? But do you need to have a license to treat? I mean, treat. Woo! I'm so used to treat <laughs> to actually um, apply makeup. You know what? In today's market, just because I'm seeing that a lot of people are starting to learn from YouTube and then taking that into freelancing and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it gives you a leg up. Um, just because, not to say it's easier now, but it is a bit easier to get into makeup um, these yeah, days. Yeah, because everyone's in makeup. Because everyone's in makeup. So if you want to go to school, I highly suggest it. Always looks great on a resume. Always build that resume. Cause that's do, what you, you do you know something? After I came out of aesthetics, I never, like even like while I was in school for um, aesthetics, there's like make a resume. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> I was like, you think I came in this this profession to work for someone? Like, Mm -hmm. you got to be kidding. And, like, so I sit back. I'm like, why have – and I was so – I was, sorry, I am still am. I was so – I am so resistant to, like, not having a resume for skincare. I'll be damned. (laughs) Excuse the French. I'll be damned if I have a resume. Mm -hmm. For what? What I look like (laughs) with a resume for who? Who am I giving that resume to? Mm-hmm. You need to go go on the social. Why don't you come and let me treat you? I don't. Uh, I don't need a resume. I don't even do the. That was like a big thing with me because I felt like if you were going in into skincare, you were supposed to go in independently. Yeah. But everyone else, like all my like my classmates, they were like, "Oh, I gotta get a job. I get it." I'm like, "Excuse me." I'm like, am I the only one sitting in here trying to be um, the leader? What is going on here? Because I don't like saying the word boss. So I'm Mm. like, am I the only one trying to be a leader here? Everyone was sitting there trying to get a resume together. Okay, we got to look for... I'm like, are you serious right now? Maybe because at that current time, I was still in a profession. I'm I'm basically still in a profession. So I'm like, if I'm going to upgrade, I'm not going to upgrade to have a resume. I'm like, resume, what's that? I'm like, why don't you give me your resume? I can cut your pay in like half or whatever it is. Like I could, I could, I could let you could work for me, but I I never thought of a resume. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I wish like, more people had that go-getter attitude. Because is a lot that of people, what that is? Because yes. I just, a resume, I was like, yo, scratch that off the books, right? Excuse <laughs> me? I felt like it was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to ask the owner for, for, for a resume? Like, go sit down. Like, you serious? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> like, when you thought like, shows resume, you know? Resume. And I, and I still, up to this day, refuse to, a resume for what? Saying that I work for myself? Like, mm-hmm. look me up, buddy. But sorry. Um, I just totally went to me. I'm so good no, for that. It's fine. But <laughs> you do suggest the makeup artist to go 
I suggest actually. How about freelancing? Freelancing is great. Do um, they ask for resume? No, they just want to see your work. So to anybody that's interested in makeup, make sure you always document your work. Have a little portfolio with you, whether it just be your Instagram. I'm maybe not a lot of people are strong believers in this, but I am. I feel like at least if you can do makeup on yourself, you can do something, you know, because that'll mm-hmm. that'll translate itself onto someone else's face. Mm-hmm. Of course, you want to put your work out there. Of but course, of course. Always show your best work on yourself because you're always going to be your own business card. No, 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 no. I totally understand because um, I'm in skincare and I I did makeup. But we don't call it makeup. Mm-hmm. We call it camouflage therapy. Oh. You see, for makeup, that's why a lot of people that are estheticians go into makeup and stay into makeup because that was the easiest course in the whole school. <laughs> I mean, that was the easiest thing to do was makeup. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I ever did right during like for like makeup besides doing skincare, it was um, aesthetics was doing lashes right. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, you would do, if you were doing lashes, you would do lashes, like, you you have that steady hand. But as far as makeup, please, I'm far from Picasso. However, I could definitely give you coverage. Yeah. I could definitely make it look like you never had, I know how to, you know, I, I know how to cover you up. But as far as putting the the art on you and the different colors, uh, you got to go to a real makeup artist for that. But, yeah, but in school, I only know camouflage. But you know what? That's a great thing because um, even if you are a self-taught makeup artist, I feel like you should always go to school for that camouflage part because concealer is not going to conceal everything. Concealer? I'm- I thought it was just... To conceal, and then you would have to put the foundation. Exactly, but let me tell you a little fun tip. I'll use myself as an example. I don't mind throwing okay. this out there. Okay. I actually um, had a bout of adult acne starting around last year, so I do have a lot of acne scarring on my face. Okay. But when it comes to makeup, I don't choose to just throw concealer over it. I actually try to color correct. So to anybody, um, especially with brown spots on you, remember, red will take out brown. So make sure that your concealer is more red-based or salmon-based. So it'll help lift that brown. And then you, when you go over with your regular foundation, it'll be as natural as possible. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> that was on the license exam, guys. This makeup crap. Yeah, I had to take it. <laughs> exactly. That sounds so familiar. She's talking to me. I'm like, oh, Oh my God, did I just take this exam again? <laughs> like, really? Like, okay. Which is, she's talking about what kind of different tones you would have to do to say the, you said sand or yeah, the red? Salmon and red. And I'm thinking about what kind of oil, like lemon oil, and that spot will disappear. You see? You see how the minds, I'm like, oh, I could take care of that with this. And you're like, wait, I could cover that up. <laughs> and I'll be like, well, I'll unclog that pore after you clog it. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's just me. Um, we're about to um, be off the air real soon. Um, you have anything to say to you? Any shout outs to, and oh, and I thank you so much for co-hosting today. <laughs> I appreciate it. 